RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. You might remember only a few weeks ago we had Murray Chong, New Plymouth District Councillor, on, talking about a cycleway, but he also came on our political panel. You remember that. Anyway, Murray is back. Murray, welcome back to RCR. Good to have you again. Yeah, well, thanks for uh, inviting me. Okay, so when we talked about the cycleway, I think the budget was $17 million. It was effectively cancelling, was it 800-plus car parks? And That's we kind right. of established that, you know, on the back of all the rate rises and all this sort of stuff, that um, this was something that was only causing problems for the people of New Plymouth, the district of New Plymouth. Okay, so i, I got to say I thought $17 million back then was, was quite a bit, and it turned out that a proportion of that was just for planning. It wasn't even for building anything. Okay, so what do we... What do we know now, Murray? What the hell do we know now? Yes, you're right. So you can basically say two million is for planning. Um, so it's fifteen million, and that was for we got sold. It was fifteen million for three areas um, to be, um, you know, developed, um, and that worked. That worked out to five million dollars an area. So is that um, like that three, three, three sort of cycle lanes that yeah are separate but kind of joined up? I suppose did they? Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there are three main routes, um, and so that worked out to five million dollars a, you know, a, a corridor. A bargain. Um, they they came back to us and they said, "Oh, several weeks ago we uh, realised we couldn't do that, so we're only going to concentrate on one for the same amount of money." So it's triple the price basically um, for the same amount of money if 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 you do it on averages. Um, yeah, yeah, but we decided, I think they're deciding, it's still open up, but I think they're deciding on doing one corridor, and that corridor was around about $13 million, I think. Okay, um, so what went wrong there? So last time we talked, three um, projects for $17 million, yeah. $2 million for planning. How come it's now one for $17 million? What What's happened here? Well, I think, I think what they did is they, they weren't being transparent, and they should have told us, the councillors, that they would – Definitely weren't going to do any. They weren't going to do three for seventeen million, and they knew that a while ago. But what it does is it caused a lot of angst to all of the people in the corridors that we probably aren't going to do. They were worried about their businesses and all this sort of thing, and we're still letting them come in and talk. But we should have weeks ago said, "Hey, look, it looks like we're only doing one, and this is the option. Um, this is a corridor." So it would have relieved a lot of the worry for some of these others. So how do you explain holding back the information, given that it meant a hell of a lot to people? And I'm sure there is some relief now in some of those areas that we're going to have the cancel car parks, et cetera. Why, why do they hold out on the information, Murray? Well, I think it's just another um, example of the tail wagging the dog. Um, you know, we, we didn't know about it until last minute, and I think they need to keep us informed. Because we're and, the ones that the community comes to. For, for who should be keeping you informed, though? Who are the people that should be keeping you informed? Well, the management, um, the PR team. You know, we we need to know what's happening. And if even if they go, I think if they if they're considering going even ten percent over the budget, um, and they have to start dropping things, they need to come back and tell us that. Um, you know, just just to be honest on it, um, not just carry on and cause this angst out in the public. So how long is that overhang from them knowing that probably only one of those three was going to be done for that price? And how oh, long do I, they sit on that? How long? Do you I think? would have said it probably would have been four or five months at least. What? Yeah. 
wait on. How could you think you could get away with that? Exactly. And so hopefully, and they're saying, well, the lessons have been learned. We need to move forward. Really? They should need to learn lessons. They're highly paid managers and they need, they should know these lessons that it wouldn't go down, go down when, I suppose if you string along the spin too long, it's, you feel, well, when do we drop that? When do we drop that? Well, that's like a lie, knowing when to give up the lie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so so um, we've we've learned and and moved on. Learn what? Not not to. <laughs> what have they well, learned? Like like I say, and there's many things in projects that are going off budget. They're not really telling us in full. They're having secret meetings to try and fix it. It's a bit like our sports hubs going way out of uh, tune, um, and they're trying to behind the scenes fix that. And that's talk, we're talking tens of millions of dollars out of spec. On that, so that's another one that's going to come up and rear its ugly head, um, you know, in the future. Um, but going back to the cycleway, that's what we're talking about. Um, we've had uh, two days so far of uh, listening to the public. They're coming in, and we, you know, we're doing uh, doing deputations. And uh, there's some been interesting. There's been interesting um, points that have been brought up, and I'll, I'll just bring one. So, you know, this money's coming from the climate emergency fund. Right, And there's a whole lot of people saying, jumping on a bandwagon and saying, oh, look, you know, if we put bikes on on this, it's going to save emissions. And that's, you know, so it's safety and emissions. That's what they're working on. But a lot of people, the, the thing is the money's coming from climate emergency. So if the money's coming from there, that they should, it should be because they're saving emissions, right? Okay. Um, the trucking firm came along and they realised they actually did a test because we've got buses stopping in the middle of the road and we've got these humps. So they did a test. Um, how many litres? So they, they did a round in a truck normally and then they did a test. So every time they got to a bus stop, they stopped and started. And every time they got to a speed hump, that these are the ones that are going in, they stopped and started. They used an extra four and a half litres of, of diesel doing that. Right, more emissions. And five, eh? More yeah. emissions, right? There. More emissions. Now there's 500 trucks um, to per day that go on this road. Okay. Now I worked it out. Um, a car in the same in the same lane. If we had a look at how much fuel a car used to how much 500 trucks use, burning four and a half liters use. If if we put these stop and go signs. We're going to, they said it's going to create an extra 400 cyclists. So I say that's saving 400 cars. That's that's in a basic way. Right. However, the reality is the fuel used by the trucks of stopping and starting is around about four, uh, 5,750 extra cars on the road. Gosh. Okay, so, so that dwarfs the 400 cyclists. We're creating yeah. emissions by taking 400 cars off the road, but the reality is, the emissions causing is another 5,000 cars on the road. So who are, who are the geniuses coming up with these ideas when it's so glaringly, you know, you've just well, I, shot I the whole thing. Well, I in the process of, uh, of you know, we must have cycleways. But practically, if, if you're saying it's for the reason of emissions, we're actually taking this money and we're making the emissions being produced by vehicles 10 times worse in these and areas. And paying for it. <laughs> and paying for it in our tax dollars. Yeah. I know. Oh, so that I'm was so- a really good yeah. eye opener today. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Um, have people been saying things thinking that this 
uh, it's changed now. We've just been told that um, a lot of those car parks, I guess, won't be affected. Have people been submitting on in the thinking that the original plan and now um, sort of post their submission, they're finding out that it's not going to be like that because they could leave you feeling slightly foolish. Yeah, well, it was quite funny. We had a gentleman uh, come and do a deputation and he said, look, it's been very stressful. Um, I live I live on the street that you're going to affect uh, where I park my cars. So I'm going to make sure I have a barbecue and I'm going to make sure it's going to be on a rainy day. You're all welcome. But you have to park 150 away, metres away from my place and walk to my house because uh, that's what you're causing when I have a barbecue for my friends. So he invited all the councillors to do that. It was quite funny. Yeah. So are you – well, there's you, but uh, your fellow councillors, are you kind of grumpy with the with the um, the officers and, and the managers and, and, you know, for sort of setting you up in this situation? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we're not we're not happy with it because if we knew it's not that very we professional, would... right? Murray's not it's very not professional. professional. Um, you know, you've you've got to be upfront and honest these days. Otherwise, you lose trust with your ratepayers. And as soon as a council loses trust with his ratepayers, actually, it's worse than that. As soon as councillors lose trust with the advice they're getting from management, that's actually worse. Well, what sort of attitude do you think they have towards like folks like you? Are you useful idiots as far as they're concerned? Well, I, I think what happens is we get elected and we're only there for three years. They're there for a career. Right. Um, so, you know, we we we, we are supposed to um, vote on the direction they put, but they certainly want to make sure we're voting on the direction they want. So they just conveniently don't tell us certain things and conveniently miss things out. And when we catch them out, it, it, the trust is lost. And, and, and it's a real dis- shame because we should be working together. Okay, so that's how you've been treated by your council. Um, is the government has the government been making it awkward as well? I mean, if they're going to make it awkward locally, they're probably going to make it awkward <laughs> at a national level as well. Yeah, well, um, they've come up with a certain criteria and we've designed it based on that criteria. Um I don't think the majority of councillors, well, definitely the majority of uh, residents don't like it, but they haven't given us time to change it. They've given us 10 days to change the plan and go out and reconsult. Well, that's virtually impossible. Um, They haven't, uh, we've asked for an extension of a year to try and go out and rechange it and replan it, um, and the mayor asked for that. Um, and the and the government has just refused to get back to us on that. Why? Which is why ten days? Ten days. So that's it's it's an impossibility. So unless yeah, they know the that, future, they know that. Uh, we. I don't think this is a. I don't think this is going to fly. Okay, so but that sounds like an exceptional deal. You get an equivalent of an extra five thousand cars on the road for only seventeen million. That's right. Ten times more than what, what a brilliant deal. Us, um, we're going to take off the road. It's just. A, it's actually a joke if it wasn't serious. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for updating us, Murray. Appreciate that. No, any time. Happy to check. Murray Chong, New Plymouth District Councillor. Yeah, we'll talk again. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.